Unwrapped. I'm your host, Ben Durant, and beside me is Brian Kazaski. Hey, Brian. Hey, Ben. How's it going? It's going great. How about yourself? I am over the moon because we get to share one of the coolest interviews we did for the book. David Duchovny. Yes. The man, the myth, the legend. We love him for uh, Fox Mulder in uh, X-Files. But he also had a great part in Twin Peaks. This man needs no introduction, so let's just get into it. Hi, this is Ben. Hey, Ben, this is David Duchovny. Hi, David. Thank you for uh, calling us. You're welcome. I have uh, Brian here. He's my co-author as well. Hey, how's it going? Okay. Hi, Brian. So yeah, we're doing a book on Twin Peaks, and uh, I would love to hear about how you kind of found the character of Denise. Uh, yeah, I mean, so long ago, right? So, yeah. uh, so I, I, um, my manager uh, knew um, Joanna Ray. Mm. Was was pretty friendly with Joanna Ray, and I guess uh, from what I'd heard at the time and later that 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 uh, James Spader had come up with this character idea with uh, with Mark Frost. I think they were friends. And um, this, uh, this drug enforcement agent that went undercover as a transvestite for mm -hmm. some reason and then and then liked it and decided uh, to dress that way. So I guess Spader got busy and they just opened up auditions and I remember I went in there and I, you know, I didn't dress uh, to go in there. I just uh, wore my clothes and uh, I brought a nail file. That was mm. my one. Uh, <laughs> I thought I was pretty clever. Yeah, <laughs> it worked. And, uh, I guess it worked. Yeah, I guess the nail file did the trick. I should, I should have uh, brought a nail file into more auditions. <laughs> and I think on the show at one point you did, like, you were talking and you you filed mm. your nails. Yeah. True, yeah. true, that's true, yeah. I was always so impressed that you didn't overplay the character. You know, it wasn't like over the top. It wasn't for laughs. Yeah. 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 No, no. I mean, I, I remember, you know, I mean, at that point, I, I I was just going for any part that I could. And then I, I got this. I was surprised. Mm -hmm. I, I really was surprised that I got the part. And then um, and then, I, and then I was like, well, what, what am I going to do? And... Uh, I, I probably had a lot of ideas, and then once I got into wardrobe and I did all all the makeup and stuff and the wig, uh, I realized that the the mask or the costume was going to say so much, and that I could probably pull it back a little and just be comfortable and and uh, portray this person as having found, you know, their their true their true face in a way, and not huh. not. not you know, I, I don't know how else to put it. It's a long time ago. No, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was well said, definitely. I imagine there's a lot more work to, to actually get into costume makeup than it would be something yeah. like Fox Mulder, Mulder or something like that. Oh, yeah. And this is this predates any of that. So it was really my, I don't know, I guess I'd done, I'd done, the, I'd done a couple of bit parts of movies and I'd done The Rapture a little before this. But this was my first television role and um i think that 
you know, I, I, I remember uh, using Nair on my legs, <laughs> the hair on my legs, and I'll, I won't forget that smell either. It's uh, it's kind of a, it's kind of like burning everything off of your your body. It's an wow. interesting, interesting product to have on the shelves. <laughs> and uh, the Nair was something, and then uh, yeah, it took a while. Uh, the the clothes were. You know the pantyhose and stuff were were uncomfortable and and uh, I, yeah I remember you know um, I was just so happy first of all I was just so happy to be on Twin Peaks because because I had watched the show the year before and I had known uh, Cheryl Lee and um, you know I was just so uh, amazed at the show and a big fan of David Lynch's and you know I just didn't want to fuck it up yeah, you know, yeah. I was just like. Huh. <laughs> how do I how do I not fuck this thing up? So, and I don't know yeah, the order. What, what it, the the Red Shoe Diaries with Shirley and that I don't remember the order of what when you did stuff. Oh yeah, Red Shoe Diaries was yeah. before this. Yeah, Red Shoe Diaries. I think must have been. Before. Yeah, I think no. she was in an episode of that. Yeah, as well. yeah, she was. But but if you recall that show, oh no, actually. I only did the wraparounds, but then the show that Cheryl did, oh, I actually did right. the show with her. Ah, I did the show with her. Yeah, That's something. Yeah. So, you know, you, you were in season two, but I don't believe you were directed by David Lynch at all. But then in season three, you get to actually not only get directed by him, but yeah. act with him. What was that like? Well, I, you know, it was a thrill because uh, I didn't even meet David until uh, I believe, I want to say I met him at the rap party. I just have a memory of meeting him at the Twin Peaks rap party mm -hmm. way back when. And th my memory of it is this, is that uh, we met uh, and I said, nice to meet you. And he said something like, I'm so glad I didn't have any scenes with you because you would have stolen the scene. <laughs> That's great. And, uh, and I was like, oh, yeah, thanks. And, and uh, <laughs> you know, I was so happy to like be asked back to do it again. And because uh, I... I was, I was selfishly sad when, I mean, I was sad when the show got canceled uh, after the second year, but I really thought that, you know, Denise was going to, I really felt like there was a real character there that they could have, that could have existed in that world yeah. in a really, in a significant way. So I was kind of bummed uh, and, and then um, to come back and, to, and to, to be directed by David, but also to to do a scene with him i was i was quite nervous to come in and and uh, i remember we did it on a saturday night because i was shooting aquarius at the time so mm -hmm. i had like a crew cut and i was playing this macho mm -hmm. 60s policeman and i had to go on some saturday night and just put the dress back on wow. and uh, and then i worked with david and and uh you know he was he was totally cool and i remember saying <laughs> this is a little vain. I went in. I was looking at myself in the mirror before going out to sit. And I was like, mm, Denise, the ears have not been kind. Oh. And uh, but I still had good legs, so I was like, <laughs> I was thinking, I'm, I gotta, I gotta take, I gotta, you know, lead with my my best cards here. So uh, David, David, and I blocked the scene, and I was behind the desk, sitting the whole scene, and I said. Today, I don't think I told David I, I wanted to show off my legs, but I, I said, could I, you know, I think at one point, uh, maybe I can come, you know, to the front of the desk, just walk over to the front of the desk and uh, and kind of lean on it and, uh, you know, play the rest of the scene out like that. And, and he said, that would make my character uncomfortable. 
And I said, I don't want to make you uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> oh. There was great dialogue in that scene, and yeah. I think so many people are taking I mean, that. I think everybody likes to quote that whole... Uh, and when you became Denise, I told all your colleagues, those clown comics, to fix their hearts or die. Yeah. So it's a fucking great line, and yeah. it's like something about clowns. There's a great line about... Yeah, those clown the, the, comics. Yeah, those clown comics. It, yeah. was, it was just a weird but wonderful uh, phraseology, man. And uh, there was a fan that made me like uh, pins, like little brooches that said, uh, fix your heart or die. You know, yeah. so it's, it, it is a great, uh, it is a great line. Yeah, you have definitely one of the most, uh, that's one of the standout See moments of season three, and you did steal the scene too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Lynch was right. Show my legs. I really would. <laughs> Is there any other stories you want to share with us about season two or season three? Working on the um, show. Well, you know, unfortunately, I only had the one. It was only one night. On yeah. The only, you know, it's the one day on season three. So, as a director myself as well, it was just very interesting to watch David uh, work and and and. You know, as as a fan and as a as a watcher of his work, it's 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 a real uh, opportunity and pleasure and honor just to just to see a guy who's so totally in control of the tone of mm -hmm. what he does, and that, for that tone to be so unique, it's just you know one of the high moments for me as a as a performer to be able to to, to work with him and, and work on that show. You know, which is, you know, you got to see like, you know, Twin Peaks is so totally uh, transformative of the medium because, you know, so many television shows, I mean, just, I, I don't want to say the X-Files came out of it, but the X-Files mm. is kind of a straight version in yeah. a way of, of Twin Peaks and, and, and from the X-Files, you know, television changes as well. So it's all, it, it's such a, a, a generative kind of a, a show, even though there was only, you know, the two years and then the third, but, uh, Remembering back uh, to uh, shooting the first uh, few uh, way back when in season two, I just remember Kyle was was so nice and uh, just real supportive of not just of uh, of the of the work I was doing, but just me as a person. Uh, I, I found Kyle to be, I have found Kyle to be, even though we're not you know in touch. I found him to be one of the genuinely. A sweet, good people in in Hollywood. Uh, I I enjoyed working with Michael Horse, and and uh, you know I was just so thrilled to be there. You know I I, I you know I just that's all I remember really. Yeah, yeah. We we recently talked to uh, Johanna Ray, and she said a lot of good things about you. That she, I think she knew that you were somebody special, and I I see seeing that performance as Denise. There's something about you that just glowed and really just took it, that that was just amazing performances and stuff like that. Yeah. And I think that was that's before X Files, before anything. I think people saw the really the talent that you had right from the beginning. And I don't know. I was really impressed by your performance. Thanks, Joanna. I do remember Joanna would try to cast me and 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 would bring me in and and probably had a lot to do with me getting that role because uh, you know I I, I uh, honestly I don't from my audition I don't know why I would have gotten that role so I, I would think it's it's Joanna and and um, you know and I just remember I remember approaching it just as okay if if you find if you're a person and you found your your true face or your you know the mask that fits mm -hmm. how 
how open would that make you? And then I just went into every scene trying to feel, you know, joyful and open, finally comfortable, you know, comfortable mm -hmm. in my skin and my clothes. So that was it. It was yeah. just kind of that feeling. Well, thank you so much for your time, sure. David. It's fun to I, talk I, about. I yeah. Yeah. It's it great. And, uh, yeah. So thank you so much. And uh, boy, you know, uh, we're big fans of yours. And like, I, it's incredible right. that you got two great shows that you got to be involved with in the 90s that I think so many fans love and uh, yeah. something else. Well, when I look back, you know, I think uh, I got to be in uh, Twin Peaks and X-Files and Larry Sanders. And I feel yes. like I, I, I yeah. couldn't have done better yeah. in terms of television. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you, David. Yeah, thank you so thank much. You. Thank you, David Duchovny, for talking with us for uh, our book, Twin Peaks Unwrapped, which you can get at bluerosemag.com. It's so cool to talk to David. I'm sure you can tell when we talked to him, we were so excited. <laughs> I mean, we both, we both both of us have been fans of X-Files forever. I just couldn't believe I was hearing his voice. Like, mm. I, it, as a fan of X-Files for so long and hearing his voice, and then he's actually talking to us, it was surreal. It was kind of a surreal moment, to be honest with you. It really was. And I thought he had such insight. I mean, it was so, I think it was wonderful that he shared uh, how he got into character of Denise. I mean, that... Yeah. I've heard pieces here and there, and I think he's done something for uh, the DVDs where he was interviewed. But they, I thought he went into even more detail on, on getting into that character. And I, I thought it was so special that he shared that with us. Right, right. And I learned a lot too that day because Ben was singing, you were singing the uh, David Duchovny, Why Don't You Love Me song. <laughs> David Duchovny, why don't you love me? Why don't you love me? And I knew nothing about this song. It's weird. I mean, I knew, I'm like, I don't understand why? how you missed it. All, uh, you were watching X-Files at the same time I was. You were during, you were hanging out in the 90s. How did but you miss this I didn't this have song? a computer nor the internet, so maybe that's why. I don't know. And you were singing it, and I honestly thought you made up the song. I was like, oh, Ben's really good at rhyming things. <laughs> uh, and then afterwards, you said, no, it's a real song. And you showed me the video, and I'm like, Oh my God, I kind of remember that song maybe being played at the end of Entertainment Tonight, right? Like okay. maybe they played a clip. But beyond that, because I kind of remember the celebrities all being there oh, yeah. after seeing the video, but I don't, that song doesn't ring a bell or anything. But once I shared it with you, was it stuck in your head? Yes. The whole week <laughs> I sang it. I played it for my wife. She hid it before it. I was. It was a great song. It was the song of the week for me. Oh, that's too funny. Yeah, we had a good time. So that that was so cool to get to talk with David Duchovny. And uh, we really recommend you uh, check out other interviews we've done in our book, Twin Peaks Unwrap the Book, which you can get at bluerosemag.com. Buys are getting very low. So please get that book now. We're probably going to be sold up by the end of the year or way sooner than that, the way uh, they're selling right now. So and please, there's no second printing. This that's it. Yeah. We wanted to do it for the 30th anniversary, and we did it. <laughs> Can't believe it's over a year now since uh, since we put out this book, and it's it's pretty awesome. And we heard had such great feedback about it, and uh, I'm glad we could we could put it out there for the fans. Yeah, it's crazy to think it's been over a year now. Uh, so please get your hands on that book. If you're overseas and you're like, man, shipping's too expensive. 
you can get yourself a Kindle version. Uh, BlueRoseMag.com has a link to that. TwinPeaksUnwrapped.com, we have a link to our st- the store. It's on there, the Kindle version. So you can do that as well. Also, for people overseas, you can get it on Amazon. I don't want to say that really because Amazon does take a bigger portion of the cut. But that's mm. fine. If you're overseas and your shipping is way too much and we get that, you can buy it through Amazon, which will make shipping cheaper for you. And since we're getting really close to selling these books, selling out here, I mean, it would be great to have them all sold. So if that's a, a tipping point for you, and I get it, by all means, go to Amazon and get cheaper shipping that way. And if you got an email, if you want to send us a comment, question, or theory, give us an email at twinpeaksunwrapped.gmail.com. Follow us on the old Twitter at Twin Peaks Unwrapped. Like us on Facebook. Give us a five-star reviews on iTunes because it really does help. Subscribe to us on Google Play, Spotify, iTunes, and we'll be back in a couple weeks. See you soon.
think David Lynch is a singular kind of a vision. I think he's a brilliant filmmaker and a brilliant writer. And I think, uh, you know, his way of working, kind of improvisational, not within the scripts, but uh, it appears that, you know, he kind of improvised uh, the whole mythology of Twin Peaks as, as they went along. Is, uh, is crazy, but, uh, and, and what you get out of that is just so much different from severely plotted out you know, television shows, which most people have to do. You know, in the business of television, you've got to show, you know, you've got to show your 22 episodes even before you do them most of the times. You know, you've got to show your storylines. So it was kind of imp improvised uh, quality to it that, that is, is, is playful and, and amazing. And uh, I just think it has had a tone, you know, uh, that surreal tone and funny and scary. You know, a show that can be that funny and that scary. Um, they don't come... You know, I, I can't think of any other one. I mean, even the X-Files would... we do a funny one and a scary one, but we were never... It's hard to be funny and scary at the same time because they undercut each other in many ways. And Twin Peaks had... had uh, they had they'd established a tone where it was possible to be really funny and really scary at the same time. And that's, a, that's an achievement. And I think people dig that.